Aqua Vitae in Latin or Usabatha, said that wrong, in Old Irish and Gaelic all mean the same thing, water of life, also known as whiskey. You know, that delicious brown liquid that breathes life into an otherwise dark and desolate world, the drink that makes everything better when all seems lost. Well, today we're going to pop the cork in a fresh bottle of hooch and drink in the history to the last drop, because I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in Five, and this is the brief history of whiskey. It all started with those crazy Babylonians. It's commonly believed, though disputed, that the ancient Babylonians invented distillation way back in the second millennium BC, but they weren't making alcohol so much as perfume. Same with the Greeks in the first century. And as far as we know, the earliest distillation of alcohol didn't happen until the 13th century when the Italians distilled wine into brandy. Although I have a feeling that over time we'll find evidence that pushes that date way further back. At the time, distilled alcohol was used more for medicinal purposes than for enjoyment, and so it was typically made by monks. This technique for producing pure alcohol was soon carried out by monks, uh, carried, excuse me, by monks to different parts of the world. Two of those places were Ireland and Scotland. Now, unlike much of mainland Europe, Ireland and Scotland didn't have grapes to make wine with, so instead they made beer out of barley and wheat. When distillation arrived in Ireland and Scotland, it was these barley and wheat beers that got distilled. What resulted was an alcohol that, when aged, would become whiskey. Just so we all understand, and I honestly didn't really know this until researching this post, whiskey is made out of beer. Cool, eh? The first distillation of beer into whiskey didn't happen until around the 15th century, maybe a little earlier. Now, there is a big question about whether the Irish or the Scottish invented whiskey first. The thing is that, at the time, these areas of the world were still mostly made up of small clans that didn't really keep a lot of written records, so there isn't any actual evidence from one place over the other. However, because of the way distillation was introduced to the area by the monks, it is actually pretty likely that it developed simultaneously in both places. Having said that, having said that, there is sort of a written record in Ireland from 1405 about a clan chieftain who died on Christmas Day from drinking too much aquavitae, or whiskey. Well, there is a written record of malt being sent to Friar John Cor by order of the king to make aquavitae in 1494 in Scotland. So going purely on what appears in writing, the Irish take the win. Though this isn't, um, this isn't definitive evidence of one over the other. Into the 1500s, whiskey production was taken out of monasteries and a monopoly was granted to the Guild of Barber Surgeons. Into the second quarter of the 1500s, King Henry VIII dissolved the monasteries and the monks, now regular members of the general public, started making whiskey in their homes and on farms to make money. Because this was one of the only ways the now and newly independent monks knew how to make money. In 1707, fast forwarding, Scotland and England joined together, and this union brought new taxes to Scotland, um, one being a malt tax which closed down most of Scotland's distilleries and sent the remainder underground. These underground distilleries would distill their whiskey at night in an effort to hide the smoke from their stills. This late night distillation gave underground whiskey the name it still goes by today, Moonshine. It wasn't until 1823 that the UK passed the Excise Act, which allowed all of these underground distilleries, which had been operating for over 100 years illegally, to become legitimate by paying a minimal fee. 
Now, over time, whiskey spread to new parts of the world, including U.S., Canada, India, Japan, and more. And each country produces their unique variety of whiskey. But they are all born of those first scotches and whiskeys from way back in the 15th century. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food and Five, and this has been the brief history of whiskey. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. And of course, you can like and subscribe to the podcast. And if you haven't subscribed yet, what are you waiting for? Uh, thank you, as always, for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food and Five. I hope that you have a great Tuesday. I know I will. I'll see you soon. <laughs>